Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Vessalatu vesselamu ala seyyidina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve ashabihi ecma'in. Amma ba'd. Allah subhanahu ve teala sizin suratul hücerat. Ya eyyühellezine amenu in ca'akum fasiqun binebe'in fetebeyyenu. O people of iman, if a transgressor informs you or gives you any information, then verify it. أن تصيبوا قوما بجهالة فتصبحوا على ما فعلتم نادمين. It should not be that you act incorrectly on the information given to you, and you, it would result in your regret and remorse. This verse was revealed when the tribe of Bani Mustaliq embraced Islam, and the leader by the name of Harith was instructed by Rasulullah sallallahu to present the da'wah of Islam to his tribe, as well as instructed them about the ahkam and the rules of zakah. So he went to his nation and at the fixed time, Rasulullah said, at a particular time, I will send somebody to collect the zakah from your community. You wouldn't have to come all the way. When that time uh, arrived, he noticed that there was some delay, but in fact, his entire tribe had become Muslim, so they were all enthusiastic to present the zakah to Rasulullah. There was a slight delay from the, the messenger of Rasulullah and they decided to take their wealth and come to Medina Munawwara. The person who was sent, in the days of Jahiliyyah, he had some animosity with this tribe. So when he came towards them, he noticed everybody coming out of the, out, out of the area. And he assumed that, no, they're coming to attack him because he's coming to fetch and collect their zakah, based on perhaps old uh, enmity. And he goes back without meeting them. And he tells Rasulullah wasallam that uh, these people, they, they refuse to give zakah and they threaten my life and I felt very intimidated and... Rasulullah sent Sayyidina Khalid ibn al-Walid with a group of Sahaba to go and inquire, and they went armed. So they meet this group of Banu Mustaliq on the way, and this, and this Sahaba, his name is Harith, the chief of Banu Mustaliq, he says, Oh Khalid, where are you heading? He said, No, we're coming to you. We needed to sort out something with you. So he said, But we're coming to Rasulullah to present our zakah. And this is when Nabi received wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that be cautious when you hear something from somebody and just come to a conclusion which might not be a valid conclusion. And this is something we need to ponder over, especially nowadays with the devices that we do have. There's a, a sickness called a forward sickness. So we get a message and we don't verify the message. It can either be a hadith, it can be the news of some event that happened in the dunya three years ago, but it didn't reach us three years ago. It reached us today perhaps and we forward it. Rasulullah says the quality of a mu'min It is sufficient for a person to be oh, It is sufficient for a person to be labeled a liar that he relays everything that he hears. Anything he hears, he wants to quote it. He doesn't verify it. He doesn't know where it came from. Is it something correct or not? And the ulama have, in the tafsir of the ayat, which explain the etiquettes of visiting someone, they also, some ulama explain, there are adab and etiquettes when you're communicating with somebody, and especially with the modern technology. So if you send a message to somebody, there's, people feel that they want an instant reply. If you don't respond immediately, they say, he blue-ticked me. Okay, he blue-ticked me. That means he's not responding to... But, we are taught when we go to a Muslim's house, Rasulullah taught us knock once and then wait for a little while, sufficient 
for that amount of time in which it would be possible for a person who perhaps was in the, the bathroom to complete whatever he needed to do and come and open the door. That's the amount of time in between the knocks. So it's not just one, two, three, but one knock and we wait because they might, the person might have been in salah. So the amount of time in which perhaps two rakats of salah could have been completed and then we knock a second time. Now we, want, we send a message and we want the message immediately. We, we might, the person might be in salah, might be in the masjid. It might be the mawana giving the talk and he's getting a message and somebody wants him to, to reply immediately. So they are all adab with regards to information that we do get. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we, we, are learned, we are taught by this particular verse that when you get some information, first verify. I previously mentioned the incident of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he was informed by the sahaba of a particular group and jama'ah that returned that the Amir used to recite Surah Al-Ikhlas in every raka'ah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam didn't say, oh no, it's haram, it's bid'ah, I didn't teach him to do that. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, let me ask him, call, call your Amir here, let me ask him. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam verified, this was the lesson he taught us. When somebody tells you something, especially when it's about another Muslim brother or sister or a family member or a friend or some individual, then do not just forward it and pass the message on because you become part and parcel of that chain of lies which perhaps might be slandering an individual. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala protect us. So in this particular verse Allah says, it shouldn't be that you cause harm to individuals because of of relaying certain information that we received which was inaccurate. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and give us tawfiq to make amal insha'Allah. Kindly state in the sufuf, brothers.